This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the internet at www.ri.ro, Channel 1. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn, Radio Romania International 1, and in Europe via satellite Utilsat 16A on 11,512 MHz, vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east. We wish you good reception conditions. Hello, I'm your host Elena Enake bringing you the news, but first let's take a quick look at the weather picture. It's a little bit colder than normal across Romania with maximum temperatures ranging from 9 to 17 degrees Celsius. The noon reading in Bucharest was 17 degrees. And now the news, the headlines. Romanian President Klaus Johannes has summoned the country's higher defense council for a meeting on Tuesday. Romanian Prime Minister Nicolae Ciucă is attending today in Timisoara, Western Romania, the opening ceremony of the conference Smart Diaspora 2023, Diaspora in Higher Education, Science, Innovation and Entrepreneurship. Orthodox and Greek Catholic believers all over the world, including Romania, mostly Orthodox country, have entered the Holy Week, the last week before Easter. Romanian President Klaus Johannes has summoned the country's Higher Defense Council for a meeting on Tuesday. The security situation in the Black Sea region, triggered by Russia's aggression on Ukraine and foreign interference in Moldova's democratic process, are on the agenda. The development of the Romanian military aviation will also be discussed. Romanian Prime Minister Nicolae Ciucă is attending today in Timisoara, Western Romania, the opening ceremony of the conference Smart Diaspora 2023, Diaspora in Higher Education, Science, Innovation and Entrepreneurship. The event includes 38 workshops with around 400 participants from the diaspora, 550 from Romania and 300 from the member universities of Timisoara Universitar Alliance will attend. Workshops will be held for four days on topics such as education, psychology, global economy, governance, smart cities and intercultural communication. The guests from the diaspora come from more than 30 countries, most of them in the European Union, but also from the US, Britain, Moldova, Japan, Singapore and Australia. The new education laws have reached the Chamber of Deputies for debate. In the case of pre-university education, new mandatory exams have been introduced for the second, fourth and sixth grade students at language and communication and math and sciences, while for the higher education project it extends doctoral studies to four years from three at present. The leaders of the ruling coalition have promised the adoption of the new education laws by the end of the current parliament session. Orthodox and Greek Catholic believers of over the world, including Romania, a mostly Orthodox country, have entered the Holy Week, the last week before Easter. 
This special week begins with the commemoration of Christ's triumphal entry into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday, marks the betrayal of Jesus on Holy Wednesday, continues with the Last Supper on Monday Sunday, the Passion of Jesus on Good Friday, and ends with the resurrection of Jesus from death on Easter Sunday. Holy Week liturgies are attended by large crowds. Romanian pilgrims have already arrived at the holy places in Jerusalem, Nazareth and Bethlehem for the liturgy on Easter Sunday, according to the RRI correspondent in Israel. This year, Catholic and Protestant believers celebrate Easter a week before the Orthodox and Greek Catholics. On Sunday, during his traditional Easter message, Pope Francis condemned before the large crowds in St. Peter's Square of the Vatican the numerous obstacles in the way of world peace and called on the international community to put an end to the conflict in Ukraine and to all other bloody conflicts across the world. Romania's trade balance deficit decreased by 5% in the first two months of the year as compared with the same period of 2022 to almost 4.4 billion euros, the National Statistics Institute has announced. In January and February 2023, exports went up by 9%, while imports increased by 5.4% as compared with January 1st to February 28, 2022. The value of trade within the EU accounted for almost 74% of exports and 73% of imports. Romanian swimmer David Popovic qualified for the 2024 Paris Olympic Games as his time in the 100-meter freestyle at Saturday's national championships was within the Olympic standard. Popovic holds both the world title and the world record in this event, as well as the European title. Last year, the Swimming World magazine named him the Swimmer of the Year. Popovic is the second Romanian athlete to qualify for the Paris Games after the Kenyan-born runner Delvin Relin Meringor, thanks to her time in the Barcelona Marathon in March. And that was the news coming to you from Bucharest, Radio Romania International. Orthodox and Greek Catholic Christians are preparing to celebrate Easter. I'm Cristina Madescu with this report by Leila Camille. Romania's majority Orthodox Christians and its Greek Catholic community celebrated Palm Sunday, which symbolizes Christ's triumphal entry into Jerusalem before being crucified. People went to church taking willow tree rods to be blessed and then placed them at windows, doors and gates, believing this will keep evil spirits at bay and protect them from misfortune. On the eve of Palm Sunday, the faithful attended a number of processions held around the country and in the capital Bucharest. Speaking about the significance of the pilgrimage, the head of the Romanian Orthodox Church, Patriarch Daniel, said it is a prelude to the Holy Easter and the Confession of Christ, the conqueror over death. The Palm Sunday pilgrimage is blessed for the city and a symbol of the friendship between the people and Christ, 
because Christ the Lord raised his friend Lazarus from the dead, who had died four days prior, the patriarch also said. The procession, he explained, shows that the flowers of faith and the light of the virtues accumulated through frequent fasting, prayer, repentance, confession and communion during Lent, these lights of spiritual flowers, symbolized by the leaves of date palm and willow tree, are offered to Christ as a sign of people's love in response for his love for them. Palm Sunday initiates the final week of Lent known as Passion Week, in which the faithful prepare to welcome the great holiday of the resurrection of Christ. Special evening services will be held every day in churches and organized groups from Romania already reach the holy sites in Jerusalem, Nazareth and Bethlehem for the Easter service. This year, Catholic and Protestant Christians celebrated Easter one week earlier than Eastern Christians. Romania's President Klaus Johannes wished all those who celebrated Easter good health and prosperity, and also sent his good wishes to those who celebrated Palm Sunday. Prime Minister Nicolae Ciuca said the happy coincidence of the celebration of Easter and Palm Sunday makes the power of the Christian world more relevant, united by love, humility and hope. Tens of thousands of Catholic Christians coming from all over the world, including from Romania, attended the Easter service held by Pope Francis in Rome's St. Peter's Square on Sunday. The pontiff condemned the obstacles to world peace in his traditional would-be-at-all-be message and expressed a deep concern over the recent attacks in the Middle East, which he said are a threat to the dialogue between the Israelis and the Palestinians. Like in his address last year, the Pope also insisted on the war in Ukraine and called on the international community to end this conflict. The new education laws are being debated by the Romanian Chamber of Deputies. I'm Lacrimara Simeon with details in this commentary by Stefan Stoica. The reform of the education system has been discussed in an applied or propagandistic manner for over three decades. Several changes have been made indeed, but most of the projects started were short-lived due to repeated changes at the top of the education ministry. The reform lacked a unitary vision to be accepted by the main political forces. Now there is a chance that a large coalition, such as the one in power, which includes the main left-wing and right-wing forces, the Social Democratic Party and the National Liberal Party, may agree on a long-term valid reform program. Recently approved by the government, the new draft education laws reached the Chamber of Deputies. They are based on the Educated Romania project initiated by President Klaus Johannes. And for the implementation of the reforms included in these laws, more than 3 billion euros will be allocated from the National Recovery and Resilience Plan. The coordinator of the presidential project, Ligia Deca, is the current education minister. And she claims that the education system will be centered on the students and on stimulating their potential. The higher education law is meant to combat university education dropout and to support European cooperation of universities in Romania. The pre-university education law mainly aims to reduce school dropout and functional illiteracy which are chronic problems of the Romanian education system. 
The bill regarding pre-university education proposes the introduction of new mandatory assessments at the end of the second, fourth, and sixth grades in such subjects as language and communication and mathematics and sciences. High schools will be able to organize their own admission competition with specific tests for 60% of the places besides national assessment and the baccalaureate exam will have more tests. The Higher Education Bill also provides for increasing the length of university doctoral studies to four years as compared to three years at present. The coalition leaders promise to adopt the new laws by the end of the current parliamentary session. On the other hand, Romanian schools are facing a serious problem, a rising number of incidents. That is why the Education Ministry has announced that it has started consultations to find the best solutions to counter violence of any nature in schools. Minister Deca emphasized that the safety of every person in the education units is a priority for the Education Ministry. Her reaction came after two events that horrified the public opinion. A few days ago, a student from a college in Bucharest injured a teacher with a knife during class. And at a school in Prahova, county in the south, 13-year-old students sexually harassed a teacher also during class and filmed the incident. In the first case, the aggressor student was arrested on the grounds that he represented the public danger and was placed in a special center for minors. In the second case, the Prahova school inspectorate took disciplinary measures and the police opened an investigation. And that was Radio Newsreel. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Time now for Song of the Day. Today we invite you to stay tuned for DJ Project and Holy Moly and their hit The Snowflake.
You are listening to Radio Romania International. The History Show. Welcome everyone to The History Show with me Vlad Palcu. The area in Bucharest which today comprises the Parliament Palace, the vast Constitution Square and the extensive headquarters of various state institutions emerged in the form we see today in the early 1980s. Almost 40 years ago, this was one of the most picturesque parts of the city, with a relatively hilly geography and home to the Army Arsenal building, a stadium, churches and monasteries, private homes and parks, and was known as the Uranus District. 90% of the area was demolished, however, as part of the systematization policy launched by Nicolae Ceausescu in 1977. Historian Speranza Diaconescu, who was working at the time for the Bureau for the National Cultural Heritage of the City of Bucharest, witnessed firsthand the way in which this policy was implemented and how it led to the destruction of many heritage structures and of the entire Uranus district. In an interview to Radio Romania's Oral History Center from 1997, she remembers that all they were left to do was to archive what was to be demolished. The Uranus area in particular, where massive demolitions were conducted, was an old historical area. The Bucharest History Museum wanted to chart it, it was its right and its obligation to char that old area so we'd know what was lost and to retain some trace of it this way. Later we extended the mapping beyond Uranus to all the areas that were demolished. The History Museum of Bucharest has records of the demolished houses, whether poor shabby houses or palaces. There are records not only of houses themselves but of the social and professional situation of their occupants. While not the most detailed of records, they help us form a big picture of the situation at the time. Aware of what systematization really meant, the specialists were making superhuman efforts to rescue what could still be rescued of what was going to be lost. Historian Speranza Diaconescu. In the moment in which these demolitions were made, 
When the demolition of those areas began, we made lists under decree number 120 from 1981 with proposals about what was to be salvaged from the structures that we were going to pull down. For example, doorknobs, door or stained windows or various components of the structure that were of great value. I witnessed some really absurd scenes. We were told that demolition work would begin on a certain street and we were to go there and make an inventory of what needed to be preserved. And we would have done that, except the demolition would begin the next or second day and we didn't even have time to draw up the papers requesting permission to go to the demolition site. We didn't even have a week to decide what should be preserved. In fact, the authorities' demolition campaign meant destroying what experts recommended to be actually saved, Speranza Diaconescu says. I happened to visit various homes that had beautiful parts, windows, crystal glazed doors, stained glass doors or mirror doors. As the previous day I had stopped at number 15 and was supposed to continue, the next day I noticed that at numbers 1, 3 and 5 where I had made the suggestion to save the beautiful doors, they were being thrown out in the street. They had started bringing them down, the demolition teams were in a hurry, and all that crystal, all those doors and beautiful windows I recommended for salvaging were broken to smithereens on the curb. I went through other similar experiences, which strengthened my conviction that many of these procedures were just for show. After 1989, the main culprit for the destruction of Uranus district was Romanian dictator Nicolae Ceausescu, who will remain the man people commonly hold accountable. But he was not the only one, Speranza Diaconescu explains. I'm sorry to have to say it, but the blame for everything that happened fell not just on the head of state. Although everyone thought he was a simpleton, he was clever enough not to sign any demolition orders until after they had been carried out. The demolition decree targeted large areas. Then the teams would return to the sites to pull down any remaining monuments under a specially signed order, which the president always signed until after the demolition proper. Therefore, any demolition was carried out only through third parties, who were usually threatened with something or wanted to make a name for themselves. And we have plenty of examples in that respect, historian Speranza Diaconescu told us. Whatever remains of the Uranus district today is perhaps one of the most beautiful parts of Bucharest. The old district can still be admired in collectors' pictures, exhibitions, press articles and social media, as well as in certain documentary and feature films. Angela Moves On, a 1982 production, being a good example in that respect. You have been listening to The History Show.
Next on Radio Romania International, Think Greener. Welcome to Think Greener. I'm Mihaela Ignatescu. The Green Week program is underway in Romania, during which each educational unit in the pre-university sector has had the opportunity to choose a week between February 27th to June 16th, 2023, in which to carry out activities related to climate change and environmental protection. These activities can be organized inside or outside the educational institution. In mid-March, a non-governmental organization, the Army of Careful Plastic Selection, sent to partner schools across the country a digital kit for teachers and students to use during Green Week. The coordinator of the project, Mihaela Tutunaru, told us more about this kit, which has reached 530,000 pupils across Romania. Our educational program on responsible behavior in the use of plastic is mainly aimed at students and young people. For the Green Week, we developed a digital kit that can be downloaded from our website by all the schools interested in this activity or looking for activities for the Green Week. We thought primarily to encourage teamwork on the activities included in the kit, but also in analog system as well, as much as possible, even though the guide is digital. Change is happening in communities and the most valuable thing we have both in the school and in our private lives. The guide was designed around three things. The first is a plastic recycling guide with selected information on separate collection, reuse methods or about how to recycle plastic. They were somehow presented in a way that was easy to understand and teach and discuss with pupils in class. The second activity is a range of games and activities that teachers can use in the classroom with their pupils. It's actually two games. One is a puzzle and the second is a trivia game, which help find out things that are less known about plastic. The third is this instruction sheet for teachers on how to use this kit with the answers and the keys to the suggested games. Almost 900 schools in Romania have taken part in this project. The goal of the association was to attract the bigger cities, but later the project has extended to towns. The pupils participated in the project have learned information such as the number of plastic bags used every minute around the world, what types of plastic cannot be recycled, or which the biggest polluting state is. You have been listening to Think Greener. Thank you.
next in this program. Sports. Welcome to Sports Roundup with me, Eugen Nasta. Romanian women's national handball team has made a giant leap forward towards the qualification to the World Championship in the first leg as part of the qualifiers' playoff tie. This past Saturday in Pitești, Cristina Nago and her teammates trounced the national team of Portugal 35-20. The Romanian national squad's most efficient scorers were Sorina Grozav with seven goals, then Nicoleta Dinka and Cristina Nago with six goals each. The second leg is scheduled on April the 21st in Paredes, Portugal. The final tournament will be jointly hosted by Denmark, Norway and Sweden over November the 20th and December the 17th. Romania is the only team to have participated in all editions of the World Championship in women's handball. In the WTA 250 tennis tournament in Bogota, an event with 260,000 US dollars in prize money all told, this past Saturday, Irina Bara and Sara Irani conceded a hard-fought defeat in the women's double semifinals. The Romanian-Italian pair were overpowered by the Russian-Belarusian pair, made of Irina Khromacheva and Irina Shimanovic, 6-3, Shimanovic and Khromacheva eventually won the tournament. For their advancing to the semifinals, Bara and Erani were handed a check worth 4,000 US dollars and were granted 110 points in the WTA doubles rankings. In Romania's National Swimming Championships, hosted this past Saturday by the town of Otopen, David Popovic won six finals. Popovic came in first in the 50-meter, 100-meter and 400-meter freestyle events, in the 100-meter backstroke, in the 50-meter and 100-meter butterfly events, setting a national record in the last two events. Also in the 100-meter freestyle, for which he is a world record holder, Popovic has already met the set qualifiers target ahead of the 2024 edition of the Olympic Games. This coming weekend we'll see matches being played, counting towards the third round as part of the domestic football championships Group 1, Group 2 stage. In Group 1 on Saturday in Ovidio in the southeast, Farol Constanza defeated Universitata Craiova 3-2, while on Sunday in Cluj the match beating CFA against FCSB ended in a one-all draw. On Monday, Shepsi Svantu Gheorghe take on Rapid Bucharest. Farol are the leader in the rankings with 39 points, followed by CFR Cluj with 35. And that's all from Sports Today. You can also access our sports items at rri.o and on Facebook. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Hello and welcome to a special music program dedicated to Palm Sunday. I'm Elena Enake. We will start with a religious song performed by the Anatoly Group.
We continue this special music program dedicated to Palm Sunday when Christians celebrate Christ's triumphal entry into Jerusalem with another religious song performed by Madrigal Choir conducted by Marin Constantin.
We end this special music program with a song entitled Pan Sunday, performed by Yuri Tsiple. Spune fiul meu iubit pentru ce ești necăjit. Că de patruzeci de zile mi-ai rupt inima copile. N-ai băut, nici n-ai mâncat, numai în rugăciune ai stat. Spune-mi, fiul meu iubit, luni și marți ce-ai de Îți spune, Maică, nu greșesc, luni și marți mă pregătesc. Eu mă pregătesc de moarte să scap lumea de păcate. Mă duc să fiu răstignit pentru lumea cea greșit. Spune, fiul meu iubit, miercuri ce-ai de Să spune drept maicuța mea, de miericuri numiți vedea. Moi da, maică la vrășmaș, să scap lumea de necas. Living Romania This is Bucharest Radio Romania International. Listener's Letterbox. Hello and welcome to a new edition of Listener's Letterbox. I'm your host, Elena Enake. I will start by saying Happy Easter to all those who celebrate this weekend the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Also this weekend, Orthodox believers celebrate Palm Sunday. Because it is a special time of year, I will first invite you to listen to a religious song performed by the Madrigal Choir conducted by Marin Constantin.
You are listening to Radio Romania International. Listener's Letterbox continues with a message that we received from a faithful listener from India, Mrs. Zayanta Chakrabarti, who said, I regret to say that your broadcast to South Asia could not be heard today, the 26th of March. There was total blackout of reception with severe atmospheric noise. I tried your other frequencies, but all were equally inaccessible. Also, on the 29th of March, I could not access your broadcast in any of the available frequencies. I do not know when I will be able to hear the voice of Romania again. Mrs. Chakrabarti, as my colleague Vlad explained to you in an email message, there was a solar storm that hit the entire region, making broadcasts unavailable for a number of hours in some areas, even days. I hope the situation improved by now and you can listen to our programs again. Thank you very much for writing to us and for signaling the problems that occurred. Another listener to RRI, Jakub Denisiuk, wrote to us from Poland saying, Dear English Service, thank you for your response. I listened to your station and the program could be heard clearly on both 27th and 28th of March. In both instances, the program was interesting and entertaining. The news mentioned that Polish Prime Minister visited Romania. I found that interesting, as Polish media didn't say much about the event. Also, the program about the contest for winemakers seemed interesting. I didn't hear much about Romanian wine before, and after listening about it, I will have to try it for my own. The audition about castles was great and it gave many interesting facts about Romanian castles. It was entertaining to hear about the castle of Vladim Paler that some people believe to have inspired the castle of Count Dracula. However, I also tried to listen to the evening programs at 17 hours UTC, but I experienced difficulties with reception. On Monday, 27th of March, two minutes before the start of your transmission, there began a weird signal of the same frequency that sounded like jamming and it made your program impossible to listen to. On the 28th, there was no such interference, but at the beginning the signal lasted for a few seconds and then was cut. This happened a few times. Later, the audio was clear for about 10 minutes, but then signal faded again into a lot of noise and became inaudible. I will keep on listening to Radio Romania International in hope of receiving more interesting information and good music. Best regards, Jakub Denisiuk. Thank you for your message, Jakub. It's great that you listen to our programs and send us your feedback along with details about the reception quality. Thanks again. Time now for another piece of music. Listen to Ave Maria, performed by the renowned Romanian soloist Paula Selly.
You are tuned to Bucharest Radio Romania International. Listener's letterbox continues. Mrs. Laura Doffy from Bournemouth, England, has sent us a message asking us to tell her more about the symbolism of the Easter egg. Well, Laura, the hard-boiled egg comes from Judaism. The Passover plate has a yellow egg in the middle next to some bitter herbs. In Romanian tradition, eggs are painted red. The modern practice of painting the Easter egg green, blue, or different other colors and combinations, not to mention they're featuring all manner of images such as cats, dogs, and cartoon characters, has nothing to do with the traditional holiday, according to which eggs had to be painted red and could only feature an image of the cross, of the grain of wheat, of the fish, and of a more recent date, of plant leaves. Painting Easter eggs have become an art of its own in Romania's villages and only women mastered initially this technique. Despite the long and meticulous process, Romanian artisans have transformed Easter eggs into unique works of art. The colors and symbols used to decorate the eggs now vary according to regions. The decorative motifs are also diverse, mixing symbols like the cross or the star with nature and animal representations. The use of symbols is also influenced by regional and local elements. This is the case of the artisans from Chokanesht, Bukovina, who use geometrical motifs painted on the houses in their villages to decorate the eggs. The lines used in the painting process have their own meaning. If the straight vertical line means life, the horizontal one means death. The double straight line and the spiral symbolize eternity, while the curved line is water and purification. Well, Laura, I hope that I answered your question. Dear friends, that's been all from today's listener's letterbox. Happy Easter to all those who are celebrating these days. I wish you all, our listeners, a great weekend. Focus on Romania. Coming up next on Radio Romania International... Simply Folk. Time now for another beautiful traditional song from Romania. In the following minutes, Bogdan Choran will be singing a song entitled When I Was a Little Kid.
Iar că m-am făcut mai mare Mugur, mugur, mugure M-a pus tata la mioare Mugur, mugure Iar că m-am făcut mai mare Mugur, mugur, mugure M-a pus tata la mioare Mugur, mugure Sus în vârful muntelui Mugur, mugur, mugure Vremea iute a trecut, mugură, mugur, mugure Oile s-au înmulțit, mugură, mugure Vremea iute a trecut, mugură, mugur, mugure Oile s-au înmulțit, mugură, mugure And with that, our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. You can listen to our next program for Western Europe at 17 UTC on 13,750 kHz in the DRM system and on 15,180 kHz in analog system. Listeners in Africa can receive our programs, tomorrow, at 11 UTC on 15,320 and 17,670 kHz. We can also be heard on the internet, at www.rri.ro, channel 1. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl at ri.ro. Goodbye.